Special note, we have been publishing each part of this series on the baptism with the Holy Ghost as it is written. Originally envisioned as a four-part series, it has now become five parts. We apologize for any confusion. May the face of the Lord shine upon you with light and truth as you read. Why all the opposition to the beautiful, empowering, and fruitful baptism with the Holy Ghost? Who benefits from the blocking of this supernatural gift? Why would many of the world's confessing Christian denominations disobey this doctrinal position when it was the very first post-ascension commandment the King of Glory gives the church? Why do many of the Christians who know God and have received the Pentecostal experience sit in these denominations as a spiritual pariah? Are you ready to be baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire? Are you free to believe? To those of you who have yet to be baptized with the Holy Ghost as they were in the Bible and have been faithful to read or listen to the first four parts of this series, prepare for a miracle. For those of you who are reading this message and are not yet, uh, excuse me. For those of you who are reading this message and are not yet born again, you will not be able to fully understand this presentation because the word of God is spiritually discerned and you are presently spiritually dead, but that can change right now. Click on the Further with Jesus for an immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Mark chapter 16, verses 16 through 20. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. God said, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. God said, Acts chapter 10, verses 44 through 47, While Peter yet spake these words, The Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues, and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? God said, Acts chapter 19, verses 1 through 7. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people, That they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied, and all the men were about twelve. Man said, speaking in tongues is a bunch of ungodly gibberish and supernatural manifestations, excuse me, of nearly any sort are not for today. 
the non-religious as well as the religious unbelievers deny its supernatural existence entirely. Now the record. A brother once adroitly pointed out that all those who reject the baptism with the Holy Ghost as received on the day of Pentecost have one thing clearly in common, they do not believe, and consequently they don't have it. Jesus said in Mark sixteen seventeen, And these signs shall follow them that believe, and my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. The operative word in this passage is believe. Those who reject this biblical truth by the confession of their own mouths are unbelievers. I once asked a man if he would accept Jesus Christ's definition of what a believer should look like. He said, of course. Again, here is the king's description, Mark sixteen sixteen through 18. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Years ago, I was speaking to a born-again businessman who had yet to receive the baptism with the Holy Ghost. The reason he hadn't received was simple. He refused its biblical description. He sat in the congregation that discounted the miraculous, attributing it only to the days of the apostles. He erroneously quoted 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 28-30, through 30, which we dealt with in Holy Ghost Part 4. He was confused, equating the baptism with the Holy Ghost and speaking with new tongues with one of the nine gifts of the Spirit, diverse kinds of tongues. He told me that not everyone speaks in tongues. I asked him how many people attended his church. He answered, about 500. I asked him how many people spoke in tongues. He answered, none. I explained that the reason why the miraculous was absent from his congregation was simple. They did not believe. Several years later, he telephoned and received the baptism with the Holy Ghost over the phone. He spoke in other tongues as they did on the day of Pentecost. Be free to believe. Let's review nine of the ten questions and answers we studied thus far. Question one. What is the very first commandment Jesus Christ gives to his infant church? Answer. The last words of Jesus and the first commandment to the infant church were to tarry until they received the baptism with the Holy Ghost. Question two, are people automatically baptized with the Holy Ghost the day they are saved? Answer, the baptism with the Holy Ghost is a separate and distinct supernatural occurrence that follows the born-again experience. Question three, how did the saints of old get baptized with the Holy Ghost? Answer, when the saints of old received the baptism with the Holy Ghost, they spoke in unknown tongues. Question four, how did the apostles recognize one who was baptized with the Holy Ghost? Answer. The manifestation recognized by Peter at Cornelius' house indicating that the people, in fact, had received the baptism with the Holy Ghost is that he heard them speak with tongues. Question 5. What is the purpose of the baptism with the Holy Ghost? Answer. Four foundational functions of the Holy Ghost are as follows. Supernatural teacher. Supernatural memory. Supernatural power and supernatural prayer life. Question six. Do Christians get baptized with the Holy Ghost today? Answer. Yes, Christians do get baptized with the Holy Ghost today, just like they did on the day of Pentecost. Worldwide estimates of those who are part of the Pentecostal charismatic movement range from a low of 130 million to more than 580 million. Question seven. 
were the baptism of the Holy Ghost, gifts of the Spirit, and miracles only for the days of the apostles? Answer. The baptism with the Holy Ghost with signs following is for today. Acts chapter 2 verses 38 and 39. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Question 8. Do the baptism with the Holy Ghost and the nine gifts of the Spirit serve separate functions? Answer. The baptism with the Holy Ghost and the nine gifts of the Spirit do serve separate functions. Question 9. Is speaking with new tongues the phenomenon that began in 1906? Is that which is perfect already come? Answer. The baptism with the Holy Ghost and glossolalia did not begin in 1906, and that which is perfect is yet to come. Question number 10. How can a Christian receive the baptism with the Holy Ghost today? I've had the privilege to serve as a Holy Ghost minister for well over three decades with the honor of leading a literal multitude to the baptism with the initial manifestation of speaking in new tongues, even as Jesus Christ describes. I've seen petite little old ladies sit very quietly and then receive the baptism of fire. I've seen a 250-pound man knocked out of his chair. These people had one thing in common. They spoke in new tongues. I estimate the number to which I've ministered the baptism to be nearly 2,000 believers, and with the exception of about 3%, they all spoke with new tongues. The small handful that did not was the result of one harboring sin in his heart or just simply unbelief. Many of those went on to later receive it. The baptism with the Holy Ghost is not received because one has reached a pinnacle of holiness. To the contrary, Many are baptized with the Holy Ghost the very same day they are born again. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is a gift. We do not earn it. It is entered into through simple childlike faith. Are you ready to be baptized with the Holy Ghost? In just a few minutes, this gift will be ministered to you right over this website. Get ready for a colossal miracle. The same childlike faith you demonstrated the day you were born again, repenting of your sins and believing upon the Lord Jesus Christ and His saving blood, is the same faith you will use to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Romans 10.17 reads, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Via this five-part series on the baptism with the Holy Ghost, you've spent considerable time studying the Scriptures concerning this glorious gift. Review the nine questions and answers again that are listed at the beginning of this present article in your faith will peak, prepare to receive. Acts 2 verse 1 reads, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. On the day of Pentecost, the saints were all in one room and in one accord. If you wish to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, put yourself in a separate place away from all interruptions and intrusions, which would include other people. Turn off the TV and radio, shut off the cell phone, and take your landline off the hook. This is done to separate yourself unto the Lord. If you are harboring sin of any sort, bitterness, lust, gossip, etc., ask God for forgiveness. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, Brother John the Baptist speaks of Jesus Christ and the baptism with the Holy Ghost. It reads, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Now, believer, your time has come. 
In just a few minutes, I'm going to pray with you, and we will sanctify your surroundings. Immediately after that, I will say, Child of God, in Jesus' name, receive you the gift of the Holy Ghost. At that moment, with your eyes closed and being in a state of expectancy, lift your face toward heaven and raise your hands high above your head toward God. The Holy Ghost will come upon you. As you step out in childlike faith, lift your voice unto God, and you will begin speaking in a new tongue. Of course, this sounds impossible, but so is the nature of miracles. On one occasion, Peter and the apostles had taken ship and were out on the sea in the middle of the night. Jesus, not being with them, came unto them as he was walking on the water. When they saw Jesus walking on the water, they were alarmed. Matthew 14:26 records their response. It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. Jesus told them not to be afraid and that it was in fact him walking on the water. Peter said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Jesus invited Peter out onto the water. Peter walked on the water for a short distance, but when he saw the wind and waves, he began to sink. Jesus caught him. I tell you this story to relate a very simple principle. It was not a miracle that Peter could walk. The miracle was that he walked upon the water. Concerning the baptism with the Holy Ghost, it is not a miracle that you can talk. The miracle is that you will speak in an unknown tongue a language you do not understand. When I say, child of God, in Jesus' name, receive ye the gift of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will come upon you, and as ye step out of the boat, you will receive this holy gift and begin to speak in an unknown tongue. Just as Peter took his leg and stepped out onto the water and began to participate in a miracle, you will step out and put volume to your vocal cords in childlike faith, and you will participate in a miracle. A common question is, what will I say? Some begin to look around inside their heads for words. Don't bother to look, for it's not in your head. Simply act in faith, and as you step out and speak, the words will arrive. As I stated earlier, after we have sanctified your surroundings, I will speak the words of the baptism over you. And at that point, with your eyes closed, expecting a miracle, you will raise your hands high above your head and lift up your voice and speak in a new tongue, even as the Spirit excuse me, gives you utterance. After I speak the words for the baptism, God said, man said, dot com will become silent for 30 seconds to allow time for the infilling, and then the audio will return. Are you ready to be baptized with the Holy Ghost? Let's pray. Holy Father, blessed be your holy and glorious name. We come to you in the name of our Lord Jesus with the intent that this beautiful child of yours might receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We sanctify unto you ourselves and the places that we occupy. Holy God, prepare the saint to be baptized from on high. Child of God, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, receive ye the gift of the Holy Ghost. Many of you have just received the baptism with the Holy Ghost with the initial manifestation of speaking in new tongues just like they did in the book of Acts. Congratulations. Some of you have spoken one word or many words in the language you do not understand. 
you all have one thing in common. You spoke with new tongues. As you continue to exercise this great and glorious gift, your fluency will also increase. Some of you may have not yet received. One common roadblock is the believer's lack of action. Some are waiting for God to move their lips. Remember, you must step out of the boat. You must act. Go back to the prayer and begin again. This time, as the words of the baptism are spoken over you, put forth the required effort to speak, just as Brother Peter put forth the effort to walk. Put volume into your vocal cords, but do not speak in the language you understand. Step out. You will receive. Satan does not want you to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Remember, during the 50 days from Jesus' resurrection until the day of Pentecost, the Bible does not record one single soul being saved. But after the saints are baptized with the Holy Ghost, about 3,000 souls are saved in just hours, if not minutes. The four foundational benefits of the Holy Ghost are enormous. A supernatural teacher, a supernatural memory, supernatural power, and a supernatural prayer life. Satan does not want you to have them. He will challenge your baptism sooner or later. I recall the testimony I heard of a brother from another fellowship who was taken to a full gospel businessmen's meeting where he received the gift of the Holy Ghost. The brother who brought the new Christian to the meeting came over to the brother and expressed his excitement excuse me, about him being baptized with the Holy Ghost. The new believer looked at his brother and said in a very despondent manner, That was just mumbo-jumbo. I made it all up. Standing behind him were two saints visiting from China who tapped him on the shoulder and said, that was not mumbo-jumbo. You were praising God in perfect Chinese. Concerning the baptism with the Holy Ghost, the scriptures record the following passages. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance, that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. The Bible says to stir up the gift. You can pray in tongues as often as you choose, and you should do it daily. Remember, it is always the perfect prayer. To show you that you can stir up the gift at will, this website will become silent for another 30 seconds as you again magnify the name of the Lord in another tongue. Go ahead. Step out of the boat. One evening years ago, while I was uh, beginning to minister the baptism with the Holy Ghost to a group of believers, a woman came and stood in the doorway of the room. She was crying. I asked her what was wrong. She said she had already received the gift of the Holy Ghost, but began to doubt her experience, at least until that night. As I mentioned earlier, I have one of the nine gifts of the Spirit called diverse kinds of tongues. That evening during the regular church service, I had spoken in tongues to the congregation, and it was followed by interpretation. She said that I had spoken in the most perfect dialect of French she had ever heard, and that the interpretation was quite accurate. She also knew that I could not speak French. She had studied French for eight years, studied in France, and had become a French schoolteacher. What you have received is real. Stir up your beautiful gift daily. Send us your testimony in an email message, and I will read your story in the House of the Saints. 
The ungodly continue to clamor for proof, but their cries and charges become ever so dim. <laughs> 